For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for Conversations and Support for Targeted Individuals. Today is Sunday, July 8, 2018, and I'm your host, Renata. We'll just open up in prayer. Our Father and our God, we come before you, Lord, humbly before your throne, Lord, thanking you for all your graciousness, Lord, all your goodness and your mercies, Lord. Lord, thank you that uh, several of the young boys uh, were um, um, rescued from the cave, Lord, and I ask that you uh, that you go with and that your Holy Spirit guides all of the people that are doing the search efforts and the rescue efforts to try to free the rest of the young men that are stuck in that cave, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord, for keeping them safe, Lord, for nourishing their bodies, Lord, for allowing the rescue people to be able to get in there and give them food and oxygen, Lord, and just for taking care of them until they are free. Comfort their parents, Lord, and comfort the young man who who led them into the cave. Help him not to hold himself um, uh, accountable for that, Lord, because he had good intentions. And we just thank you for um, a safe rescue mission, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I ask you to uh, to be with and comfort each and every person that has come to this call. Lord, you know every last one of our situations. You know what we go through. You know the torment that these people try to take us through, Lord, but you give us peace, Lord. You said if we cast all our cares on you, Lord, uh, we could do that because you care for us. So we give it to you, Lord. We lay down all our heavy burdens, Lord. We give all this targeting to you, Lord, because we know somehow, Lord, you are in it and you're going to work it all together for our good, Lord, because we love you. And we thank you, Lord, that we, we stand steadfast, Lord. We stand unmovable, Lord. We we thank you, Lord, that we just constantly keep your words in our mouth, Lord. We we ask you to comfort us every step of the way through this, Lord, and just help us, Lord, to see the, the light at the end of the tunnel, Lord, because you are the shining force in our life, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, to help us to represent you in everything we do, everything that we say, Lord. We ask that our light continue to shine in the midst of all this darkness, Lord. And we know, Lord, that you will give us a way to escape because you always have and you always will, Lord, because you love us, Lord, you care for us, and we are your children. Now, thank you, Lord, for everyone that you that you send to this call, Lord. I ask you to give them the courage to speak their truth, Lord, because you said the truth, that's what's going to set us free, Lord. Now, we thank you, Lord, because whom the Son set free is free indeed. And we thank you, Lord, for that freedom, Lord. We don't need the world to give us freedom, Lord. We are not their slaves, Lord. We are your children. We are children of the King, Lord, and we will represent ourselves that way. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for watching over our loved ones, Lord, as they go about their days, Lord. We thank you for protecting all the small children who don't understand this, Lord. We ask that you open all of our ears and our eyes to understanding. Lead us to things on the Internet that will enlighten us, Lord. Lead us to people, Lord, who are in our favor and not against us, Lord. 
develop healthy relationships within the community, develop healthy friendships, Lord, because we know that it is possible. The enemy wants us to think that it's not possible, but it is possible to form friendships and relationships. And we thank you, Lord, that you will be the orchestrator of that. And we will know when these people are sent by you, Lord, and our intuition, the intuition that you give us, that you give us, Lord, will let us know how to separate the wheat from the tear, the good from the bad, Lord. And we trust you, Lord. We trust you, Lord. And we will keep the faith, Lord. No matter what, we will keep the faith. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I should have pulled up that song. Now that song is on my heart. (laughs) It's a song that just simply says amen. All the way through the song, it just says amen. So be it. It is done. In the name of Jesus. How y'all doing? Hope y'all doing good. Let's see who we have here today. So far, we have Olivia, we have Omaha Beach, Catbird 2, James, Ohio, Massachusetts, Western and Southern Virginia. Your name gets, uh, your state gets cut off because it's so long. Um, We have Jerome from Toronto, and we have New Jersey, and Odette just joined us, so welcome. Pull up my scripture here. I think I have more than one today. Let me check. Wait a minute. Where'd it go? Hang on. This is not the scripture. Where did it go? Does anybody have a scripture? Start eight if you do. I have one somewhere. That's a good one, too. Where did I put it? Hmm. Oops, I'm going to blame the devil. I ain't going to blame the devil because that's just me being unorganized. We try to blame the devil for everything, huh? I don't think it's him this time. I think I forgot to paste it. All right. That's all right. You ready? In season and out of season. I got another one. That one came from Psalms, so it was good. Uh, Dang it. Okay. Well, let me see. Anybody start eight? Let's see. Start eight if you have a scripture. Start eight. All right. Okay. Ohio coming through. Thank you for rescuing Hi. me. Hello. Okay, thanks. Hi. Um I have Psalm one eighteen twenty four. This is the day the Lord This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice in it and be glad. Psalm one eighteen twenty four. Thank you so much. Do you want to give any commentary with that? Um hallelujah anyhow. Amen. Now who's speaking? I'm with Angie in Ohio. Thank you. Thanks so much. You rescued me. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Enjoy the Lord your strength. Thank you. 
Thank you. Amen. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Hebert. Hello, Renata. It's, it's always good to hear your voice. Thank you. It's always good to see you, Catbird, in the chat room. Thank you so much. Okay. Let's see. What are we talking about today? All right. I have some questions um, that came to mind. Oh, wait. First, let me do the welcome. Um, welcome to to everyone who came to the call today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to um, to join in with us today. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. Your presence is um, is needed here. Your input is needed here. You you have no idea how uh, something small you do can impact someone. So um, please participate if you feel led to do that. Um, let the spirit lead you to say whatever is on your heart. This is this call is an open forum. It's, it's a shared forum. This is this is all of our call, and we're all able to speak. And um, that's something that early on uh, the Lord led me to do because I realized when I uh, first became targeted that all of a sudden I felt like I didn't have a voice. Like nobody's listening. Everybody's trying to shut you up anytime you you say something, especially if it has to do with targeting. Um, And so uh, we do have a voice, and I want you guys to know that, that if if there's something that you want to say, and it does not even have to have anything whatsoever to do with targeting, if you just want to say good morning or good afternoon or whatever it is. Um, If you're a person, like I used to be very bashful about uh, talking and speaking in public and around people and things like that, this is a really good place to practice your speaking skills, to practice asserting yourself, to practice saying what's on your mind. This is the perfect format. Nobody's looking at you, at least not through the phone. <laughs> I don't know who's looking at you at your house where you are, but, you know, it's a good it's a good way to get comfortable, especially um, if you – have some business you need to tend to, but you have a hard time um, speaking up or saying what's on your mind. Uh, I know at work, I have a hard, I used to have a hard time like speaking in meetings and things like that. And so I use this platform to, um, to practice those, those, those type of things. Okay. So feel free to share whatever you will not be judged. Nothing you say is going to come off as weird or strange. Uh, because chances are we've probably gone through it or something very similar, okay? And you never know um, how someone can give you insight to what you're going through. If you have a scenario that you're kind of stuck with or you don't know how to handle, then please feel free to share. Maybe someone can, can help you out with that, okay? There's people on this call from different walks of life, uh, different experience levels. Some people have been targeted for a decade or more. Um, and then some are new targets. So if you need some information, there have been there were several people last week who asked me what were the signs of targeting because they weren't sure if they were targeted. And I'm actually do a video on that. I think I already did one, but I'm gonna do another one. Um, but you know, whatever question you may have, if you or scenario, doesn't have to be a question. Maybe it's just a scenario. Feel free to share. Or if you have some information that you feel may be useful to the rest of us, feel free to share, okay? This is this is our call. Okay, uh, 
let's see. So that's one of the goals of this call, to share information, um, to try to find ways to move forward. I really try to be a solution-oriented person. I know there are times where I'm probably not. But uh, I try to, I really try to look for solutions because it just doesn't, it doesn't feel good to just be down and out and depressed. Like I've been there and done that many times and I don't like that feeling. So it's always good to be able to uh, find, you know, find the answer to whatever you feel your problem is. Okay. So that's one of the purposes of this call. Um, there is more than one way to join the call. You can dial in at the time of the call, and the number is 724-444-7444. The call ID is 114-616. You can uh, join in on the uh, in the chat room while the call is going on. You can chat with other people that are in the chat room, and you do that by going to TalkShoe.com. And you click, uh, you put the call ID in the box there on the main page. And again, the call ID is 114-616. You click on Conversations and Support, and uh, you will be joined into the chat room. And you do that exact same process to get to the archives um, where there's years' worth of recorded calls. Uh, you go to TalkShoe.com, you put in the code, you click on Conversations and Support, and you will see all the archives there. Okay, and that's it. I uh, hope you guys had a nice 4th of July. hope you saw fireworks, if you're into that. Uh, we did go to see fireworks, and they were really good this year, really, really good. So that was good. Um, it's very hot here. I don't know what the temperature is, but anything over 70 is burning up to me because I, I just don't do heat. I'm not a heat person. So the Bay Area weather works fine for me because it usually cools off here after a couple of days. And I'm looking forward to that because it's too hot. I don't like it. I don't have air conditioning in my house, um, so I have to rely on fans. But praise God. Get through it. Okay. A couple of questions I came up with. Number one, how was your week? That's always a question. How was your week? Hopefully you had a good week. How was my week? Uh, my week was good. I was kind of tired, really tired, actually, because the 4th of July fell on a Wednesday, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, so we were off that day, stayed out late with the fireworks thing, and then went to work on Thursday. So um, that was kind of hard. I, that was really hard, actually. But the good thing about that is Friday for the summer, my job gives us um, summer Fridays, I think is what they call it. I'm new there, so I've only been there three months. But um, but I'm loving it because we get half a day on Friday. So um, that long day on Thursday for me was offset by the short day on Friday. So that was good. Um, and I think other than that, it was a, you know, it was a pretty mellow week, you know. We, we we get through what we have to get through with this targeting mess, but uh, other than that, it was a good week. Okay, so that's one question. How was your week? Um, and then I was thinking back to the times when I would tell people about the targeting. I don't so much tell people anymore. Um, I guess if, it, if I came into that situation, I probably would, but I haven't in a while. But 
I remember when I did used to tell people, city officials, police, family members, friends, whatever, okay, any, any, anybody, any non-targets. When I would tell non-targets about targeting, the question would usually come up, um, why you? Why would they come after you? Why? Why would anybody do this to you? So I'm wondering if that question has ever come up for you and how you answer it. How do you answer the question, why you? Okay. I even remember someone saying, like, you're not that important. You know, and I don't know if they said it that way, but something to that effect, like, oh, I know who said that. The therapist that I used to see, the perp therapist. I found out later that he was a perp. That was the one that was always trying to get my husband to commit me. Um, He used to say that. And he said, let's see, what did he say? I had persecution complex or something like that. Uh, I didn't listen to that man. I didn't even know I was targeted back then, but I knew something was happening because the police were following me all the time. But I didn't pay any attention to, to that diagnosis he was trying to give me because I knew that something wasn't right. And then later I found out he was a perp. But anyway, that question did come up with him. Why you? Why would you think someone would do this to you? You're not that, it's, you're not that important. So have you ever had that question and how did you answer it? Um, and then the other thing is I was thinking how important it is because I was also, I'm always thinking about where God has brought me from with this targeting. And I can definitely see some progress. I mean, really, because I, I had a breakdown, okay? I know I had one for sure, and I may have had two. So I'll say I had one and a half breakdowns before I knew I was targeted, but I was being bombarded with all this strange stuff in my life. Um so I definitely see progress. So I'm wondering if you guys see any progress now that you're getting support from this call and other calls and people that you're networked with, I'm sure, uh, within the community, and you just knowing what you know and you know how to kind of uh, maneuver through some of this now, do you see progress? Because it's always very surprising to me that some people – just don't seem to move emotionally from that very stuck place that they are, which, you know, to to some degree is understandable because it depends on how you're being targeted. It could be really, really hard. But I do know that God has put the tools out here uh, to help us through this. We just have to do our part to locate those tools and actually utilize them because somebody can hand you a spoon and a fork and a food, but they can't make you eat it. They can hand you a glass of water, but they can't make you drink it. You know what I'm saying? So how are you doing with everything? Like, are you are you moving forward? That's so very important. Like, life is happening all around you. Are you moving forward? We can make excuse after excuse after excuse, and it does not mean, I'm not being insensitive, because it doesn't mean that you're not being targeted. It just means that you're trusting God and you're maneuvering on through this as best as you can, okay, irregardless of the pain, irregardless of the voices, irregardless of the sleep paralysis that I get, irregardless of all the heavy targeting that I get, I'm speaking for me, I'm still trying to move forward. Now, granted, I'm sure I could be a whole lot further along in life without this targeting. However, I'm doing the best I can in this given situation. 
okay, not really relying on anybody but myself and the Lord because I have learned <laughs> that not many people are going to be there, okay? So I just move on the best that I possibly can. And that means providing for myself the best way I can. And I do have a spouse because people always bring that up. I do. I thank God. Thank God for him. Um, but, however, there are certain things we have to do for ourselves that no one can do for us. It has nothing to do with finances, although finances are very necessary. I understand that, but I'm not necessarily talking about that. I'm saying, are you in the mental place? Because it's so surprising. It's so surprising to me that some people can just be in this terrible, terrible, terrible place and then you ask them how long they've been targeted, and they'll tell you they've been targeted 10 years, they've been targeted all their life. And I'm like, you, you have to do something. Like, I can't do it for you. Nobody can do it for you. You have to do something. And I know that people are being hit with directed energy. I know people are being stalked. I know people are being sabotaged because I get it all. I get all that too. But I think for me it's a decision that I will not, be defeated with this. It's just not going to happen. I'm I well, and if it does, I, I'm, I'm just going to die trying. And I'm going to trust God all the way. So that's a question. I know it was long, but that's a question. How you doing with all of this? Are you? Do you see progress? Are you stuck? You know, maybe it's something someone says today can help you to get unstuck. If you are stuck, you know, and you want some, I don't know, some kind of advice or something, just let us know. Let us know. But then you have those people, you can give them all the advice in the world. They're going to tell you, I tried that. It's not going to work. I, that happened. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. So like the Bible said, you should have whatsoever you say. That's what you're going to have. If you think you can, you're right. If you think you can't, you are absolutely right. Okay? It's all up to you. So we'll just stick with those three for now. I do have more, but we'll see where these three go. Okay? So just to go over it quickly again, how was your week? How do you answer the question, why you? Why? Who would pick you out? Why? Did you do something wrong? Like, why you? And do you or have you seen any progress? Star eight. Star eight. If you would like to speak, star eight. Hello. Hi, Renata. This is Melissa in Virginia. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Um. Well, as far as my week, I think I had a good week. I'm making, like, efforts to, like, deliberately go out and be in, in public. And um, one of my good friends, I'm sorry? I said good for you. Go ahead. Okay. Um, one of my friends, um, she and I decided to uh, set up vending tables at craft fairs and things like that. So she and I went to a 4th of July festival. Um, in another city, so that was I think that was good for me. We did really well. I actually sold some items. Um, so it, actually, when I went to another city, it was almost like I wasn't even targeted. I mean, I did get some like dirty looks, like but it's not like my hometown the way it usually is. So that yeah. felt actually kind of freeing. It was weird, but I have a feeling if I go back there, it'll probably be like it is at home. But, well, don't yeah, worry that was, about that. Just cross that bridge when you get to it. And, and if it is uh, like at home, you'll be able to handle it just like you handle it at home. That's right. Mm-hmm. And um, 
the other question was why you know what when I, I'm only about two years into knowing the, that I'm targeted, so when I first started talking to people about what was happening with me, I didn't know about the term. Your phone cut out, or is it my phone? Can't hear you, Melissa. Hello. Is it my phone? Can you guys hear me in the chat room? Oh, I see her phone uh, when I'm mute. Okay. Hello? I'm sorry if I muted okay. you. I don't think Yeah, I, I heard I was muted. I was like, what happened? Okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, what was I saying? When, okay, yeah, I'm only about two years into knowing that I'm targeted. Mm-hmm. And this is before I knew what the term gang stalking was. I was telling people what was happening to me. And, you know, people started suggesting I go talk to somebody and, you know, try to mm-hmm. get help. So after that, I really stopped talking to people about it. So I've never gotten to that point where people ask me why you kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, but the only people who really get what I'm saying are certain family members who are also targeted. So I feel like I'm lucky in that regard that I do have people to talk to that understand what's happening. Yeah, that is good. So let me ask you a question. If someone, just hypothetical, if someone did ask you why you, how would you answer? I mean, really, it's like why anybody really it doesn't have to be anyone's special. I mean, I mean, I guess the assumption is you would have to be someone, you know, famous or have some kind of influence over other people. But if it's about control, I mean, they, whoever's doing this, I guess controlling anybody is the whole point, not just rich or famous people, you know. So, I mean, why me? Why anybody, for that matter? Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, as far as moving forward, I think I am, I mean, going out in public on purpose, I think that has helped me. Um, but I have started venturing out into certain places that I normally avoided because I felt like it was perp central because that's where I see a lot of perps. So I started going to different grocery stores and different gas stations just trying to break myself out of that mentality that I can't go there because they're over there kind of thing. So, yeah, I think I'm making progress in that regard. But, you know, it's a a process. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Yes, ma'am. Anything else you want to say? What did you guys sell at the, uh, at the, uh, where'd you say you you sold something at? You sold some crafts? Yeah, I do the crochet. I'm, I'm the one that made your daughter's crochet doll. And my friend, she, um, makes gifts out of paper products like cardstock. I mean, it's really cute stuff, but I mean, we actually did really well. We sold over $100 worth of merchandise, which That's I was good. surprised. I didn't think anybody was going to come to our table because I'm so, you know, paranoid about all this, like people are avoiding me. So did you sell yeah. dolls? Did you sell, did you um, take some of your dolls out there or? Um, I made little keychains. Um, I didn't oh. make any dolls. I tried to make things that were like quick and easier to make so I could make a lot of it. Okay, good for you. Thank you. You're very good. 
All right. Anything else you want to say? No, that's all. Thank you very much. Oh, and you know what? I need to tell you. Well, I'll text you. (laughs) I need to tell you my daughter told me. She said, I have a confession. I was like, what? She's like, something happened to the mouth on my doll. I'm like, girl. Oh, okay. I haven't looked at it. I have to go and see. I don't know. She said, I haven't handled it that much, so I don't know, like, I don't know the extent, but. Okay. I mean, I can fix it. It's something you can mail it back to me. I can fix it. Well, I'm going to look at it and see if it's something I can do, because maybe I can just take a needle and just put the thread back in there or something. I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry about that. No, I don't even think it was you. I asked her if the dog got a hold to it. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I have to go and see, but I'll let you know. But All right. uh, okay, thank you. You are. You guys, Melissa makes the most beautiful crocheted dolls you have ever seen. She made one for my daughter's graduation, and my daughter um, wants to be a veterinarian um, when she finishes college. And so Melissa crocheted her a. Um, I forget the name of the cartoon character, but the cartoon character is a veterinarian on the cartoon. And it looks exactly like that cartoon character. So if you guys want to give someone something special, it's very, very sentimental and very special. And she could make a bunch of different things. She, we wanted that one because my daughter wants to be a veterinarian. But she makes all kinds of stuffed animals and dogs. And, and I mean, she is gifted. Okay, so if you guys want to get her information, send me an email, R-E-M-U-2 at hotmail.com, and you can just say dolls or something like that or mention Melissa's name because she is very, very, very talented. Okay, I wouldn't say that if it wasn't true. So support another TI. Okay, Uh, start eight if you'd like to speak. Start eight. Hello? Hello. Okay. Star eight, if you'd like to speak. Hi, James. Hello. Hi, James is gone. Everybody's gone. Nobody's on the phone. Okay. Star eight. Hello, Donna. Hi, Leonardo. Okay. I can hear an echo. Can you turn something yeah. off or down? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, I just, you know, that question, that question that you said about being stuck uh-huh. and being a target for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suspect I've been a target my whole life. I suspect it. And it's been like um, waves going real deep and bad to better working things through and then something again and then coming up and then something again going down. It's been like waves in my whole life. And um, I always wondered, you know, why it's that way because uh, I'm not trying to shoot my own horn or anything here, but I had more talent than most of the people that I ever worked with, and I had a good business sense, and I was good with people, 
And I never could figure exactly why I didn't do better than I did because I really worked hard. Uh, and I'm just looking at everything, and I can see how people were trying to sabotage me, steal my clients, uh, wreck my business, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. But when my son, he was a month away from being 20, he uh, just got his paralegal degree, and he was introduced to going to the Marines in the law program. And uh, the day before he was going to leave, uh, well, he just finished his internship, internship in the public defender's office, and then... Uh, a sergeant was waiting to take him up to Camp Pendleton. So the day before uh, he was to go, or two days before he was to go, maybe three, uh, he was killed. In fact, it was on Passover. Oh, I'm sorry, Donna. Well, you see, thank you. Um, you see, that put me into major shock, incredible shock. Yeah. I even got uh, let go from my business uh, three weeks or three days. I can't even remember exactly. Uh, I was in so much pain. Uh, And uh, I had to, I I didn't have anybody taking care of me, and I said, please, don't do this. I I don't know how I'm going to survive it. So the weekend's coming. The law puts you on a month or something probation, see how you do. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I was self-employed within a business, and she did this to me. And this other woman kept trying to steal my clients and sabotage me before that happened. So I was already, you know, kind of set up. But uh, So anyway, every weekend uh, I'm dealing with my son's death, and um, she's waving, bye, have a nice weekend. And uh, so I go home, I'm dealing with, well, am I going to be able to make it? Am I going to be able to keep my home? And then dealing with my son, too. Uh, Before that, they set me up in a car wreck, and uh, I had to let my two older sons, when they were 9 and 11, go live with a dad that they really hadn't known very much, and by my parents, uh, and I kept my one that got killed with me, and uh, I was feeling, I was watching them grow, and I kept thinking, you know, that they would come back to me eventually. I was going every doctor into the sun after that car wreck, but they were growing in their lives, getting girlfriends and this and that, and I realized, they're not going to come back ever and live with me. They've got their lives going in a direction. And uh, uh, so I was um, suffering like a death, like the death of those two children when my third one was killed. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying this like, oh, feel sorry for me. I'm saying this because the amount of loss that a person has to rise from isn't always the same. And just one occurrence could be enough to put somebody down for good. Uh, That's true. Yeah. And and then when I lost 
when they did this to me, they took my reputation. I lost my two businesses. Uh, they gassed me at my business, uh, gassed me everywhere. Anyway, uh, and my home, I gave my home back to the lender. I lost over $30,000 doing that. I uh, lost my beautiful guards, both of my little kitties. Well, I kept my one, but uh, the other had to go back to the adoption agency. And they eventually killed my one that I had for a long, long time. So, um, you know, I'm, and now, you know, I had to go 800 miles away for safety. And uh, it's pretty hard to bounce back from all these things. You know, yeah. am I stuck? Gosh, I must be stuck. I must have bad character or something. Uh, I don't think so. I have good character. And this program has made it look like I don't. And mm-hmm. that that hurt, hurt me more than anything because I'm a representative of Christ in my life. And mm-hmm. for them to turn it around and make it look like something is not is very, very hurtful. Very hurtful. Uh, Christ has been my all for many, 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 many years. And it doesn't look like it. If you look at it, it doesn't look like it. But it's Well, true. That, that's why we walk by faith and not by sight. We just have to somehow um, find the strength to carry on because as far as your son goes, he will want you to 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 carry on and live your best life possible. You know, he would. He would want that. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I'm sure. Well, we went to church today. Praise God, was able to actually wake up and be well enough to go. And uh, it's a new pastor for us. And. Um, the things that he was saying just seemed like unbelievable to me because I'm trying to, I'm thinking about all that this program has done to switcheroo everything about me and how it must look, you know, to people that have not been targeted. I mean, they do not have a clue, just not even a clue. No. And I'm sitting there listening to the message, and yeah, it's it seems like it's totally true in one dimension, but this other deal that has happened, uh, you know, it's like made it not double hard, it's made it incredibly hard to really work things out, you know, just to... Like, I can remember one point when they're targeting me so hard that I can't even sit still long enough to read my Bible. And uh, and then running around like a bunny from one place to another just to get away from being hurt and all the stuff that they do. And I'm thinking, gee, how do you meditate on your next decision with the Lord? and wait on the Lord. I might get killed before then. This is how I'm looking at it. If I'm wrong, uh, I'm welcome for input. But uh, trusting the Lord and this program, 
I don't think there's any carte blanche anymore. Thanks, Renata, for letting me speak. You're very welcome, Donna. And again, I'm so sorry about your son. That's that has to be devastating. Sorry, sorry. Nothing like that. Nothing. Okay. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. Okay, star eight, if you would like to speak. Let me know if you need me to uh, read the questions back to you. There were three today. Hello. Yeah, hi. Hi, Jerome. Hi there. Um, Okie dokie. Let me go through the questions uh, first. How was my week? Well, I always make my week um, the best that I can, you know. I'm always checking out the blockbuster movies. I'm. It, it sounds redundant and like a broken record, but I just do my thing. Um, I'm just um, just all into the uh, the movies. It's just it's something something that I really enjoy doing. It keeps my mind up and above this garbage, this thing that's been uh, going on the targeting. So um, my week was great. I, uh, you know, I spent it at the movies, and now the the weather's been blistering hot. So I go to the uh, what do you call it? The uh, the beach, and I hang out there, you know, and just uh, just enjoy the you know what God's given us. The, we have so much to be thankful for. Think still, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's um people get get caught up in the negative, and it's it's easy to to get knocked off center, and and then you you consumed by this this thing, this beast. You know, it'll just consume your life. It'll just consume everything if you allow it. You know, but um, I don't. I, I just stick with, uh, you know, I stick with life. It's it's a gift from God. I don't want to waste any time. I don't want to waste any of my uh, of my days of my weeks. You know, I get gangster. I get I get the full Monty. I get the I get the full rock and spiel twenty four seven. And you never believe it because of the way I, I live my life. <clears throat> but you know, um, that's just the way it's got to be. Because I don't know what's next. Once we're gone, I don't know what's next. So this is what I've got. I've got the here and now, and I make it into the best here and now possible. So um, my week, I try to live them. I try to live them well. All my weeks, you know, I do my affirmations. I do my kung fu, and I'm doing something that I haven't done for years. I've been training by myself. So I'm not lying when I said I'm training Kung Fu, but I trained by myself. I haven't been to the studio for a long, long time. So now I'm, there's nothing spectacular. I'm back like once a week now just to, uh, you know, just to get that interaction with the, uh, with my brethren, my martial art brethren. So I I want to do some of the sparring and it's a great uh, um, stress reliever. You know, when you're when you're with your uh, when you're with the people that you know, you've known them for for a long time. <clears throat> this guy that's been running the club, I've known him like I gotta say like thirty years. So um, it's it's good to be in that environment and to be you know it's, it's, it's a lot of spiritual strength. You know, these people have a different kind of spirit. You just have to be around them to understand. They have an indomitable spirit. They don't give up. They have an unyielding spirit. They don't bow down. You know, these guys have a warrior mentality. You know, so it's good to be around their energy and around their power and around their uh, their outlook. So that's what I've been doing. I've, I've um, you know, I go to the studio once a week now. I'm not going to say like three or four times. 
I go once a week. I go for my workout, and I'm trying to get back into my sparring because things are getting crazy with these perp uh, with these perpetrators. Um, they're getting brazen, so um, I'm getting ready. I'm not saying that I want to go there. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that if I go there, I want to go there with style. You know, <laughs> I want to make sure that um, I'm not the I'm not the on the receiving end because <laughs> you know they don't play fair and they might just do three and four on you. So who knows? I don't live my life in fear. If it happens, well, I'll do what I can. But, um, yeah, that's what I've been doing. So I guess that answers, like, two questions. How was my week, and are you moving forward? Yeah, um, I, I always try to take small steps. I try not to let this thing bog me down. Like, I'm not as far ahead as I could be. Like, there's plans that, I'm, that I have in my mind that I don't want to talk about. Because, you know, it just sounds redundant. But uh, these thoughts, you know, they're hopes. These thoughts create hope. And hope is the future. Hope is what keeps you alive. Right? When you have no hope, you've got no life, you have no potential. You're just dead. When you give up on your dreams, you're dead. You're, you're going to, you know, you're just, you feel like you're alive, but you're actually dead inside. There's, there's, no, there's no outlook. You've got no future. You've given up on everything, right? So um, I've got plans. So and I'm progressing. Like I'm, like I said, I went back to the studio. Still doing the weight training. I'm still doing. I'm still doing what I can to keep my life up. They want your life down. I'm not going to do it. The devil has no power. I keep on telling people. I don't know. Maybe people think I'm a I'm a chatterbox, but the devil has no power. You have to give him power. The devil has no. He the devil can't do anything to you unless you say here. Um, you know, here, devil, I, I, I'm going to bow down to you and I'm going to allow you into my life. I'm going to allow you to control. I'm going to allow you to do this and do that. I mean, yeah, I'm here and down to talk. They killed my son, too. They, they, they took my son away from me. That's something that's never going to go away. But they wanted to consume me and destroy me and get me institutionalized. But I'm not going to do it. My son wouldn't want me to, to, be, to be a nervous, uh, you know, beaten down wreck. It would break his heart. So I'm not, I'm not going there. I'm not going to do it. Right, so I can't. People can't say, "Well, you don't know what it's like." I know exactly what it's like. I hurt every flipping day. I hurt so badly because that was my flesh and blood, and I had to see him go, leave this world, you know. So, but that does not, and that will never destroy me. I'm not going to allow the devil to do that to me. So I'm progressing slowly. I'm doing things that I haven't done for a while. I've, I've been doing my martial arts at home. I've been working out at home and I work out with friends, but now I'm in the studio and it's a different kind of feel. It's a fantastic feeling, different kind of energy, different kind of people. So, um, yeah, and uh, why me? Who knows? My dad used to work for the government, like I said. He used to be a building inspector, and there was some some incident. It could have been that, or I also owe money to the government, so it could be that. Or, you know, there were some times I ran in with the law enforcement, so it could have been that. So boom, bam, boom, who knows? You can sit here for a hundred years trying to figure out how, when, why, who, why me, this and this. It could have been different reasons why I was put in. And I'm also outspoken. I've got an attitude. I've got an opinion. And I've got wisdom. I know about my history. I know about all the things that, you know, they try to hide from, from certain people. So when I, and I dig and I study. So who, who knows who I pissed off? It doesn't matter who I pissed off. They have no right. They're dirt like me. They're fertilizer like me. They're worm food like me. They're not gods. They're nobody. Every day, you've got to understand 
that these people, one day someone's going to throw dirt on their face also. They're not invincible. They're not immortal. They're nothing. They're nobody. They're human just like you. And they have no right to pronounce or they have no right to to uh, to point a finger and say this and this and that. They have no right. So um, I don't allow them to, uh, to, to beat me down. It could have been any numerous reasons why I was put in the program. Who knows? But um, I'm just trying to stay above it and move. And I try to move forward every day. Um, and that's that's about it. Thank you. Thank you, Jerome. Okay, star eight, if you would like to speak. Star eight. Hello? Renata? Yes, hi. Hi, this is Kiko in uh, California. Um, I just Kiko, wanted to... How are you? Uh, <laughs> staying afloat. I think I'm neutral. Um, a lot's been happening. I mean, I'm trying to uh, either sell the house or do some other stuff, and then uh, one step forward, four steps back. Um, you know, they, they do things to my property, uh, which will drive the value down or... Um, things of this sort, and then my cousin died. Um, I think she was charged it too. So, but I wanted to um, just share one experience, um, and it's kind of going back a little bit at the beginning of your program uh, when you had shared about um, your daughter's doll. That something mm-hmm. happened, and I uh, and this may this may not be uh, you know the case with with your daughter's doll. But um, I wanted to share something. I I have some dolls and things um, that I, you know, took care of and stuff like that. And one day, uh, I was quite surprised. I mean, I was just surprised. I wasn't, I just figured after I thought about it, well, I mean, it would be something that they would do. But um, I had a, a, someone gave me a, um, you know, um, Crazy Sally doll. Like at San Francisco Beach, it has that funny laugh. It just mm-hmm. laughs. Well, yeah. well, there was, okay, so my friend gave me a doll where you could push a button and she would laugh. And so I, I had it, and I didn't want it to get really uh, messed with, so I, I kind of put it away in a box. Well, one day they got into it, and mm-hmm. uh, they uh, they pulled a, um the hat off of her head. It was a vinyl doll. It's, of course, it's bald, you know, because under the hat there's no hair. But, I mean, I could live with that. But then they had ripped her blouse. They pulled the uh, the laugh button out. It was just the way that they messed with her that was very disgusting. Mm-hmm, demonic like stuff. She, yeah, mm-hmm. so I just wanted to, um, and maybe with your your daughter's doll, nothing happened like that. But in the event that something happened like that, I, I, I just wanted to say, you know, I was really upset. But then by that time, I was well into maybe two, three years of this targeting thing. And I, and, and, uh, I wasn't so shocked. And that wasn't the first thing. They, they took some photo, photographs that were very dear to me and they had it on the floor and other stuff. Um, uh, but I didn't really like the fact that they took the doll and did something violent to it. I won't yeah. go in, uh, into some other stuff that they did. It was just disgusting. But um, I think if I didn't know about the targeting and the, the mentality behind it, um, I don't want to take it personal. 
you know. So whatever happens to the doll, that you know, it's kind of maybe maybe to some people it might invoke fear or something like that. I just want you to just be aware of that, you know. So if, if something really bad happened to your daughter's doll at some point, uh, you know that uh, th- th- there is that kind of a shock factor to it. Maybe not. Maybe she might well, take the older. No, yeah. thank you for bringing that to my attention. I, and I have heard um, stories like that from other TIs that they'll take things that are sentimental to you, especially, like you said, pictures and things yeah. like that, and they'll do things to destroy them or they'll just disappear or whatever. I'm going to, um, when the next person starts speaking, I'm going to go in her room and get the dog because I haven't looked at it. My first thought was that the dog got a hold of it, you know, because he has sharp, his paws, you know, his nails are sharp. So that was the first thing I was thinking. So I just have to see it for myself. Yeah. Well, I hope, and maybe it isn't. Maybe I'm just making a big thing out of nothing. But um, I no, just they, to they make... definitely will do things to things that mean something to you. And I mean, she loves that doll. She just that just she actually told me that that doll would encourage her to continue and make it all the way through school. So it's very sentimental to her already. And she was afraid to tell me. She was like, I have to tell you something. But, um, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I'm 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 going to go in there and I'm, I'm going to look at it in a few minutes. And then yeah, I'll you so, yeah but, I mean, but I had other things where I, you know, I said, okay, they messed with it and I'll just fix it. Well, then mm-hmm. the next time they take it another step further because they, they think, oh, I got your attention. And they'll break it further or I can't fix it and stuff like that. And I said, okay, well, forget it. I mean, you know. That's okay. you know, they they do the stupidest things. I know. I so nowadays I just laugh at it. I said, fine, you know, break it. I'm not going to spend any more time on this. I have other things to do, and uh, a lot of things that people have shared on your calls have really helped me to just say, okay, well, you know, it is what it is, and we just have to move forward. So um, I just try to set goals. You know, today I don't care what happens. You know. Uh, the bathroom gets flooded or flooded or something. I have to do this, or else I'm never going to get out of this house. Or I, I have to make some important decisions, and I can't be losing time like this. So I, I try to meet those goals, and no matter what, I try to do it. Did they do their darndest to do uh, stuff like, oh well, I misplaced my keys. Well, I have spare keys. Well, too bad, you know, and just you know, just plug on through, um, and. Over the few months, I mean, I do uh, feel that I made some progress, but I mean, like I said, you know, it is what it is, and um, they find other ways to get to you and such. But um, I lost my sister a year ago, and um, I lost my father and my mother. Now, with my father, I knew that he was targeted. I did try to explain, but the dynamics, the family dynamics they were messing with from before, and my father and I never really got along. And they really used that, and also my sister uh, got into it. And then, but they killed off my sister anyway for other reasons. And um, she was into natural herbs and stuff. But I have a feeling they they messed with her uh, herbs because she wouldn't have you know gone that route anyway. Uh, I did try to warn them, but then my my sister was like, "Well, as long as I don't associate with you." And, um, you know, stuff happens with you and I don't, if I don't care, then I'm okay. And I said, okay, fine. 
I mean, you know, I'll just call you to say hi and, you know, wish you well and all that. And there was no way. I mean, so the more I tried to say something, the more she would, you know, say, no, you're just crazy. And so I said, well, I got to let it go. So that was very hard. And um, I didn't know all that happened, but, I mean, um, I just had to, to be there if she needed me, if she wanted the question, I mean, you know, ask a question or something like that. But I just had to let go. And uh, there was time that my mother's friend is in a, a senior uh, apartment complex, and they did two remodels. And I know that there's something wrong with the remodeling. They must have put some other equipment in those walls or something. But she was going through a period, and um, I was trying to help her. But then they, they kind of, I don't know, gave her some funny thoughts. And then so it came back as maybe I'm the one who's, I mean, somehow I'm not doing it, but she didn't seem that she trusted me. So I had to back out. But I backed out before I knew that at least I, I found out that she might, she has another lady that she trusts who could possibly help her. So it wasn't like I totally abandoned her, but. I guess, you know, you just have to know uh, how much you can, you know, spread yourself thin and how much you just have to, uh, you just have to determine, well, I'll be around if you need me, but if not, then just I have to sit here, which is one of the hard things for me to do. But um, at the same time, it's like, <laughs> but you're not in a position. You're not even. You, 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 it's for yourself to live and and to you know you can't ex- extend yourself any further. So that that was really hard. It's really hard. But then I I pray and I pray for them and um and I've been logging along. So this week uh it, it's it's been up and down and then and then they hit me hard with some kind of a, a virus thing. I like you know. I'm sure everybody's experienced where you had headaches and vomit and the other end and chills. And I had that for like three days and um, uh, some other stuff. But at least I know what it is and uh, I don't freak out. But there are some new things that they've been um, trying to hit me with different frequencies. But I figured, well, it's just parkour. But um, I do know that um, weekly... I, I mean, I may not participate in the uh, talking, but I do listen to your calls quite, I mean, every week. And um, I just wanted to say thank you. And it gives me hope and strength um, into listening to others and so forth. So um, I will get off so that other people can talk. But uh, I have a nice week. Thank you, Renata. Thank you, Kiko. I think I lost your number. I don't know. Um, maybe someone who has an iPhone can help me to understand how a bunch of my phone numbers have disappeared. They just have disappeared out of my phone. But if the person, like, say, for instance, I can't see your number, right? But um, And it appears yeah. that it disappeared in my phone. But if you were to call me, it would pop up with the telephone number like it's in the phone. So I guess they're just hiding somewhere. I don't know. Um, well, I, I got to tell the phone company, just, just list it. Um, but I, I, I'm trying to really hard to get rid of this iPhone uh, because uh, I think they know how to, um, uh, they have a virus. I mean, they know how to get into it and they can, I mean, somebody's been erasing my numbers 
They may do some other funny things like uh, turn on some features that I didn't turn on, you know, like uh, FaceTime or um, some other stuff on there. Somebody even tried to charge, uh, you know, downloading uh, movies and then deleting it after you see it so that I wouldn't know what was, you know, shown. And I mean, just all sorts of things. So until I can, uh, and ATT has got me into a, a corner because I still own, you know, I still have to pay for the device. So I can't really get rid of it. But um, I do notice that um, before I go to bed or when it gets particularly really hot, they use the phone and, and to, to send uh, frequencies. So what I do is I, I go to settings, I turn off the cellular data, and I just turn off everything on it. Everything, um, Wi-Fi assist, uh, news, contacts, blah, 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 blah. And then I turn on airplane mode, and then I turn it off, and I wrap it in uh, foil paper. And, and even then, but then, it, uh, so you'll see a temperature drop when you do that. If, it, if you're being hit with that temperature, that's real hard. But then, um, but you have, but of course, you have to use your phone. The people can't uh, reach you. And depending on the area, because I know that somebody else, a friend of mine, has the same problem. I don't know what it is with AT&T. Um, they've made my reception really bad ever since they put the new uh, uh, phone wire, uh, phone line in front of my house. And that was in the middle of April. And they said, uh, I said, I only have one bar, two bars, and then no service. And I said, you know, this is very problematic because uh, – I can't even call in. I can't call out. People, when they call in, when I'm under no service, that means there's no reception. But their default message is, this this number is not in service. And I said, well, this is not helping us. My husband's looking for a job, and I have loans and things and whatever. And then for you, people think that I disconnected the phone. I've been, you know, very delinquent, and I, I didn't pay the bill. And so this is why you got disconnected. And that's not true. And I said, you, uh, well, at some point, I just, I mean, I just just as a suggestion, I said, make a, and they can't go into voicemail. That's the other thing. See? Or they can't text either. So I said, well, the least you could do is change the message and say that this uh, phone is having, um, you know, troubles or something. Uh, please call back at a future time or something, you know. So, uh, but I mean, I know in Walnut Creek, uh, my other friend, uh, and he, uh, he's not a target, I, I mean, a targeted individual, T.I., but he has reception um, problems, too. And I finally called ATT, and I said, well, why should I pay the bill if half the time my phone isn't even working? And they said, well, I mean, well, uh, well, one thing is, yeah, it's kind of my fault, not really fault, but I didn't use Wi-Fi. I tried to stay away from Wi-Fi. And I said, well, why don't you use Wi-Fi? Your, your neighbors are getting boosters. I'm not going to get a booster for a Wi-Fi. It's ridiculous. And I so I'm, planning to go back to a land phone um, just to, but that, but that has its own set of uh, problems. But anyway, um, not to veer off on the uh, course, but I, I've been experimenting and they, they can do all sorts of things with your phone. Um, if you have an Apple phone, uh, there's also a lock um, feature where if you write, you, I mean, well, it, it might not help for your contacts, but I try to keep a, a, a second a place where I keep uh, people's phone numbers uh, because they will erase or they will do some stuff. And then 
sometimes I had one where um, I, I got a number from 411, a locksmith, and then the first day it was the right number. The second day I called it and it's like, you have the wrong number. It was a live person. I called again. It was the wrong number. I, and then, but on my phone, it says that I dialed the right number. But then the second time I know that the information gave me a second number, I dialed it and it had an answering machine and it goes, uh, you have reached and then 510, which is the correct uh, area code. The following seven numbers were entirely different. But what's being shown on my phone is that I, I dialed it the other number. They do stuff like that or uh, people, um, you know, I guess they make money by just calling you and such. And so I have to block them and stuff like that. But I've had fewer uh, incidents where my, my notes don't disappear when I use that lock feature. There's a lock feature. You can, um, you know, lock your messages. And unless you know the passcode, uh, you can't delete it. But they, they, you know, they're tech swabby, so I wouldn't use the phone anymore. I mean, I... If I had my choice, I'd take a hatchet to this phone. But anyway, um, so I just wanted to, sh- to share a few crazy things that, uh, that's been going on. And then, um, and then the phone sometimes will uh, make a call on its own or something. I don't know. So, uh, But they keep saying, well, you didn't update your phone. I said, I don't want to update my phone. If I update my phone, I get more more uh, funny things because it gets into virtual reality and facial recognition. And I said, I don't want that. So I'm trying to revert back to a flip phone. Um, but, um, <laughs> I mean, it's probably cause still have problems because it's wireless at some point, you know. But anyway, I didn't mean to go on and on and on. But, um, yeah, so just just be careful with iPhones and such. Thank you. So, Kiko, either text me um, your telephone number or call me because I don't have you in my phone anymore and I'd like to talk to you. Okay, great. Okay. Well, anyway, um, thanks again, Renata, and I'll get off, and I'm going to uh, mute myself. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, start eight if you would like to speak. I will tell you what the questions are again. Number one is, how was your week or how's your day going? How have you been? How was your 4th of July? How are you? <laughs> That's one question. Um, how do you answer the question when and if it comes up or has it ever come up for you? Why you? Why are you being targeted? Why would he, Why would someone single you out? I remember being asked that question several times. So I'm just wondering how you... Um, answer that question if if and when it ever comes up for you. Also, um, have you seen any progress in your personal being able to move forward with the targeting? Are things a little bit easier for you as best as could be expected under the circumstances? Are you dealing with things better? Are you less triggered than you once were? Um, and just how how are you progressing in general? Start eight if you'd like to speak, and you don't have to answer any of those questions. You can say whatever you like. Hello? Renata? Hey. I got to pay for Marie while you go do that tri- project that you own, you know, looking for the dollar and everything. Yeah. But I'm... 
But I'm going to ask You go ahead. Other. You go ahead. If I don't answer, that's because I'm in my daughter's Okay. Time. I, I, okay, I'm going to answer the question, the progress, and, I, and uh, when I answer the question, uh, the progress is dedicated to all new recruits and all those that's been on the program for a long time that uh, have have made progress, but you're going to make some progress after the day when I get through with this, with saying what I got to say. And then I'm going to read my little paper. And everybody, I want to warn you, too, when I go to read the paper, I could practice reading it for all day long and, and have it perfect. But when I go to read it, and my words get all twisted up and messed up. So try to read between the lines of what I'm saying because for, for some reason I just can't read it good when I get on, on the call. But I'm gonna start with the uh, with the progress for for everybody, okay, Renata? And I'm glad you uh, got that on so I can say some things because, okay, I'm gonna start on that first. Yeah, I'm gonna ask, okay, I'm gonna ask Renata's call about progress, and I want this to go to for everybody that's new to the call and those of you who've been on the call, like I said, that hasn't got to the point of progress yet. When you first get uh, on on this program and stuff like that, so it's been like almost ten years for me. And the reason why I'm glad that I could answer that question, because those of you who are just beginning, I want to put a lot of, uh, stop a lot of fear and, and stuff that's going to come to you because you don't know the things that, that's happening and going to happen. Because I didn't know it in the beginning, but God has allowed me to know it and, and uh, be able to share it with you. In the beginning, when they start this uh, thing, you first, you notice that somebody's following you or whatever they do uh, uh, to get your attention. But I want to tell you, in the beginning, when you start seeing a lot of people that come up to you and start having conversations, somebody you haven't seen from high school and different things like that, the information gathering on you. So watch that conversation because if they see you laughing and talking with somebody, they're going to bring them same people over and over uh, uh, to the stores or wherever you are. are. That's some of the first phases. They're going to bring people, and wherever you go, if you go in the store, oh, I like your dress or something, to get conversation going when they're not really worried about their dress. They want to get information about where you live or where you've been or, or whatever. So be prepared for that because they're going to really do a lot of information gathering. And I want to add this, too, about this. In the beginning, so anybody say that somebody come in their house or they don't know about it or they have fear that, you look for that. They're going to come in your house when you're not at home. That's part of the deal. So it's just them, so you don't have to worry and fear about it. And I'm going to tell you this, too. In the beginning, I believe that's where they can get a lot of that DNA. So everybody on this call, if they want your DNA, you might as well, like I told you a couple calls ago, just put it in the bag and hand it to them because when they come in your house, they can collect anything that you want to. They have so many people following you, so don't be afraid of that, uh, newcomers. They're going to have so many people following you in these stores when you go to the bathroom and doing everything, you know, they, so they can pick up things or you put your hands on some soap or however they collect the DNA. It's there available to them. If you, uh, I read uh, in the paper where somebody had a 20-year-old case against them, and they had to been have them targeted waiting for them to make a mistake because they found a piece of gum and an old discarded pop bottle, and that's how they got their DNA, and they caught them for the crime that they had, had committed. But you're not committing any crimes, and like that. And all of you who did commit crimes or are committing crimes, you already caught me, just don't want you yet. You, you can take that to the bank. And I'm going to say this too, but anything I say on this call, you can take it to the bank when I tell you. And anything that I say, and I always say, prove me wrong. And I've named a lot of names and different people on my call, Calls and the only way that they can prove anything wrong is if they're allowed to lie on the witness stand. Because I've named the names and uh, and I know that they uh, 
perps, and I'm going to call them perps because that's what they are, not their official name. So, you know, you just look for all the people that's going to be riding by and doing different things like that because it's all part of the protocol, but you don't have to be worried about that. They're going to come up to you, come up behind you, and do everything else to you. Your, your medical records, that's number one. They're going to be tampered with. They're going to follow you to all doctor's appointments. You know what? When you're under 24-hour surveillance, you don't have no no time that's not surveilled. These calls and everything I say is surveilled. But the reason why I say the things I say when I read my paper is because when they, if they find or do anything to try to do against me, when they take me to court, I'm going to have these records and I'm going to play them in court that, that I was under surveillance and the illegal tactics and different things that they used against me. Some of y'all need to put some of this stuff on record so when they come up against you, you'll have a meeting, uh, 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 documentation of it. That's why I don't understand. That's why I said, I'm going to say this too, too, since I'm talking off the cuff, I'll be talking all over the place. That's why anybody that's a true believer of God, God and Jesus, you need to thank him to the highest. Because look at all the people that they got in the news lately, the Paul Manafort, and all these people that's been under surveillance for years and years, and uh, they got so much on them, and they, they act like they, they didn't know that they was under surveillance. But you know you under surveillance, so you could documentation and say that, well, they had this person doing this, and they had this person doing that, so they know, uh, you know how they, they got you under surveillance. So you can't come against them. You got a lot of stuff to tell your lawyer if you ever, ever have to have one. But I got the best lawyer right now, and his name is Lord Jesus Christ. But uh, let me tell you this, too. Uh, anything you do and say, like I say, is, is, uh, is being surveilled. And I want to say this to everybody. We all give our testimonies and say this and that about the things that happen in our lives. But neither neither one, nobody on this call, we're no better than, than anybody else because the same exact thing that's happened to you is happened to all of us. And it happened to me. But the only reason why we document this and say this because some things might not have happened yet, but it's going to happen because nothing changes. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you this. Get your money ready because in the beginning they tear up your cars a lot. So you, you're going to be out of a lot of money for cars. Always check in your life. Everything that's in a negative, you can turn it into a positive. So get ready for it. So have your money and stuff ready. So don't say you didn't know or you wasn't warned that it's coming because I'm telling you that they're going to tear up everything, going to have everything, appliances, everything in your house messed up. But that go for all of us. We've all been through it. So I'm telling you how to do it in the beginning the beginning, so you can save your money. So you can, when these things come up against you, all you got to do is thank the good Lord for giving you the money and go get it fixed and keep on pushing. But I'm gonna read a paper that uh about all this mess. So when they come up against me, uh, I want it to be read in court. Okay, Obama said a change has come to America. Trump says make America great again. The change surveillance is out of control in America. America will never be the same again. Uh. Uh, 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 that America will never be what they call great again. Those words that Trump used, make America again, great again, those are words. The foundation has been laid. God is preparing for the return of Satan. Nothing is going to be great again until God returns. So we, you know, we need to thank God that things are going to get worse and worse, worse. They're not getting any better. So with this being bad like it is, it's going to get worse. So we need to thank God for that we in the beginning of this, which has been going on for many, many years, so we're really not the beginning, but it's been the beginning of our lives that we know about it. 
But God has allowed me to see the surveillance that I am under that can be used for entrapment. See, a lot of this surveillance they want to use against you sometime in your life if it comes to that for entrapment. So anybody out there on drugs or anything like that, like I always tell you, you better stop it because they already know what you're doing. It's just that they just don't want you yet. So you already caught. Or whatever evil purpose that they have have documented and followed me the last 10 years that I have become aware of my uh, being uh, followed, harassed, being uh, shot with direct energy weapons and so on, same things that happen to y'all. It is my sincere desire, if it comes to it, that this recording will be played in a court of law and all the other recordings that I have with all the people's names from the top down to the bottom are necessary to bring justice to all that have been involved with these inhumane tactics that have been used against all of us. The true surveillance is something that would occur without me knowing. See, we're not under what you call true surveillance because surveillance is something that you don't know about it. But we know all about this, so that's why I tell you don't don't be in fear of this because it's just the tactics that they're using to try to get you to get you trapped up so you will do something. But don't do it. Trust in God. But what we have here is street level harassment. So. I'm glad, so glad now that when I first came to the call, a lot of people didn't uh, believe in a call on neighborhood watch. But I'm glad the public is uh, uh, on these calls is becoming more aware and outright stating how much neighborhood watch is involved with this. So when I say neighborhood watch, that means your local government because nothing goes on in a town without the mayor knowing about it. Nothing goes on in the state without the state knowing about it. And nothing goes on in that White House without Trump knowing about it because when uh, uh, the, the, uh, the vice president was uh, in Indiana, we had a fusion center. Y'all know, and y'all say on these calls, so go on to the fusion center. So you know that Trump, uh, the man has informed Trump about everything that goes on with these uh, uh, surveillance and things in these fusion centers. So nobody be unaware that anybody in that in politics don't know about this kind of mess that's going on with this surveillance because they all know about it, and you're deceiving yourself when you think that they don't know about it. So after this, nobody thinks that Trump don't know about that. He probably called Benny up there to get some more clues on how to do even more surveillance on you. Okay, the thing that occurring comes from a well and organization. It comes from all over the world. The tactics are easily recognized when you travel because it's the same tactics that they do here, so you just easily pick somebody up. Uh, they say the same words, do the same things, you know, but every once in a while you will somebody, find somebody that, you know, will try to help you or do a nice thing. So like I said, everybody ain't be all bad, but even though I guess they do put a little, little uh, positive in there, not too much, but some positive in there to help you along the way. So like I said, or, or, or let me put it this way, or that's just God in a being, being in when you do get a positive step along the way. Because sometimes I do need help and there's somebody there to help me. So I ain't going to say it's simple, but I will say God sends somebody. It is my belief that it is so openly done when traveling is to let you know you are still under surveillance. It has now come to the point that writing a paper paper or speaking this is not going to detail all that has, has and needs to be said. The surveillance would have a better effect, I believe, if it had not 
that we, you know, that I know about it, if they would have kept it under secrecy, and so openly, and I see everything they do and see the same perks over and over, uh, that uh, you know know that what's happening and what's going to be effect, uh, uh, be effect. But God said, lean not to my under, own understanding, so I don't try to understand it anymore because he told me not to lean to my own understanding, understanding because he shows me this and now allows me to say the things that I say to you too. The tactics are, do, are, are, are done by lies, deception, fraud, and et cetera. See, the things that they're doing to us are done by lies. You know, they lie on you. Deception, fraud, et cetera. You know, like I say, how how, how many times can uh, you, they go against you with these same lies, but if you don't speak up on them, get you some documentation, or you don't didn't know about it, you, they could tell a lie on you, but since you know about it and I'm telling you about it, you can come up against them. So that's the good thing that gives us God. Jesus always gives us a way out. I told you many times that I would give my testimony against anyone who is on your payroll but is committing fraud in the medical records department, insurance claims, et cetera. I went to, to a lot of doctors, and y'all have too, and they follow you on these uh wherever you go to these doctors and everything. And a lot of these doctors that I've been to, they're committing fraud, insurance fraud, and everything else. But I guess they just don't want to come against it because with them laying on our records and uh, 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 making all these lies and deceptions, so they know our medical records is being changed and everything like this. So I'm putting it out on the record and putting it loud. Because when I, they come up against me in the beginning, they must then go all the way back to my medical records to see the things that was on there before they started to try to change them. They tried to change tests and everything else, but you can't change tests to somebody that took eight or nine years and all of a sudden try to change, change it. When I went to the doctors, I knew something was wrong because all of a sudden, Elvis that I had, you know, y'all watch this too on yourself. Elvis that you done had uh, 10 or 12, 15 years, all of a sudden they'll try to say that they're not there. Something you, you'll be able to pick up, pick up on it, but I'm telling you what it is. They try to change. They do change your record. There ain't no 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 different things about a test, change of testing, uh, outcomes, everything else. But when they uh, play my recording on this in a court of law, they will hear, hear what was and is being done to me. God is whom I trust, and y'all know I call on the name of Jesus all over and over because I'm to the point that that I'm trusting God so much that I can watch your street theater all day long. See, God said I have the power, and he gives me the power, and I use the power sometimes because I'm not thinking about them. I need to use it all the time. God, I'm use the power all the time because I'm not thinking about them because you gave me the power that you said I'm in control. And I want all y'all to be in control, too, because we love God and Jesus so much, and I ain't thinking about them. I talk about them, and, and all y'all perks, hammers, and everybody else on my call. It's gonna be the, it's the same thing over and over. When I go outside this evening, y'all gonna be riding us around the street, going up down the alley, zooming and doing all this kind of stuff. Send people in my path to ask me all kind of questions. Oh, and the latest thing they got going more so than ever is directed conversation. They on that kick again. So whatever you say or whatever I said on the call when I go to the store, somebody gonna be saying the same thing. So anybody that y'all have made a call today, look for the directed conversation. That's they, that's one of the big things that they own this week. 
So, like I said, I want to thank y'all for letting me say the things that I say, but get your, get your stuff in order by, by documenting what they say. If you're going to put it in the book, you have it somewhere documented. So when they come up against you, you already know what to tell your lawyers and everything else because God ain't going to let you fail and he ain't going to let me fail because I done made it through this mess already. So they, they, need, they need to go ahead on. So I want to thank everybody for allowing me to say those things. Renata, you back? I am. I'm back. Thank you very much. Okay, I'll put you on hold. Okay. All right, thank you. Thank uh, sorry you. If you would like to speak, let me pull up the questions again for those of you who are just joining. And you don't have to answer these questions, but these are just out there for the sake of conversation. Um, how was your week? How was your day? How was your 4th of July? And how are you? Okay, just how are you doing in general? Um, how do you answer the question when people ask you, or if they ever have, um, why you? Okay, we hear about the targeting, we know about the targeting, but why you? Why does someone pick you to target? I've had that question before, so that's a question. And then also, do you see progress in dealing with your targeting? Have have things become a little bit clearer for you, a little bit easier to deal with? Have you put uh, things in place to help you to deal with some of your triggers or whatever difficulties you have with the targeting? Have things gotten any easier now that you're getting support and you're talking to people and you're doing your research? Have things gotten a little bit easier? Start eight, if you'd like to speak, start eight. Hey, Lauren, how are you? Hey, I'm fine, Renata. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. Oh, okay. Um, as far as your question, how am I doing today or my week? It was uh, okay. It was very busy. Uh, my sister had another uh, surgery on Thursday, so it was the day after the holiday. We're in Chicago. It's it, a long. It was a long day, about a, close to eighteen hours. By the time we drove back, and um, she settled. So um, it just hit me over this weekend when there's a lot of things I was trying to do. You know, tidy up and clean. It's when. Um, that I had to say to myself, I'm just tired. I feel my age. I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, I uh, you know, had the call last night, but I was tired. You, you had a good time. But am I, in the last question, I think you said, how do you feel your targeting has improved? The more I learn about this, in fact, that was the basis of the call last night, the more there is to know. It, it's like a labyrinth because... You know, you hear things, you know, experimentation, data. I, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that's going on. But I've, but also a lot of other things like asset stripping, blacklisting from employment. They're even all in your, met, like the woman said, medical records. They want to make sure to uh, turn that around that uh, we're listed as some type of paranoid schizophrenia, antisocial schizophrenia. It's almost like they have to lie with these medical records. And... Um, it's been almost five years now that my sister and I have been targeted, and I feel the powers that be, Renata, know very well what's going on, and and I think that uh, this labyrinth and be, um, they're they're not gods or gurus, but I wish our community would become one. You know what I mean? It's still a little bit too much individualism going on, and. Uh, and a lot of ignorance or misunderstanding that this is truly a fight for our life, not only spiritual, but it's down here on earth as well. Yes. 
So it True. is very hard. And really accept it's not a question who's involved. The real question is who's not involved. The labyrinth and a lot of criminality swirls around us. Some of us may not be trafficked, but a lot of us are. Some of us may not be asset stripped, but a lot of us are. And then all the other, you know, medical fraud, Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security, denied that. You know what I mean? We're denied our rights uh, completely, thoroughly. And uh, it's so hard sometimes to even separate from that and try to be human. You know, human as far as trying to have a good day. That's what I struggle with. It's very hard. That's true. That's I agree. I'm trying to find that balance and and in a weird way cut through even the TI nature, which is, is, is becoming, you know, I'm stepping away, quite frankly. I'm stepping away. And that's all I wanted to say. So, um, Lillian is doing okay? She's resting now. Um, it's like between the uh, the surgery, what has her in pain, and then her hip bone hurts. So I did give her. I'm gonna go back out and get some more massage cream. Uh, really, well, Ben Gay. That seems to help. They say it's muscular, but you know what, Renata? I, I believe they're lying about our medical condition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To keep us warm, and in any target that reasonably have their health, you're very, very lucky because. It's very disheartening to go to doctors, hospitals, et cetera, and be basically denied medical access. In essence, they're killing us too. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm trying to have that balance of completely having faith in the Lord. It's not that I doubt him or question his power. It's not that. It's sometimes just the day-to-day struggle some minute I am like a three-year-old obedient to God. Some minute through Lillian's pain and her temperament, I get angry. I get yeah. frustrated. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't wish this on anyone. You know what I'm saying? And um, and as a cohesive, you know, in our group, um, why can't we just fight this more earnestly? Why why all the um, Packaging it up, looking for making the whole program like the poster child of a targeted individual. Can we not fight in truth? I guess is what I'm thinking. That's the part where I say I'm stepping away. If I don't believe the ideologies and philosophies, I cannot support. You know. Yeah. And that's very hard. It's hard to get us together. So that's it. That's all I want to say. I don't know what more to say. I don't understand. It is very hard. It's very hard. So hang That's, in there, Lauren, and thank, thank you for you. all that you do. You do so much. Thank you. Thank you, and you as well, Renata. Be safe. Okay. Okay, I'll put you on hold. I think Lauren has superpowers, you guys, because <laughs> she does so much. She does so much. I admire her for that. Start eight if you'd like to speak. Star eight. Hey D. Hi Renata. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. I'm blessed. But at the same time vigilant, anxious, and um you know, special shout out to you, Lauren, because I just got on the call right as you started speaking. Um and I know you and a couple other people, but I've gotten 
text message and email from you about your call. I'm sorry, been able, I haven't been able to get on a lot of people's call because um, um, I remember at the last minute, especially your call, Renata, because ever since you changed the time for us on the on the East Coast, uh, your call starts at five thirty, and that's like when we're out. I know for me, I'm out busy doing Sunday stuff, trying to catch stores before they close. Mm-hmm. Um, which leads me into your questions. How am I doing? Like I said, I'm blessed. Back and forth dealing with life as it is, the way the Lord, our Father up above, gives it to us. Um, and at the same time, um, just thinking about what Lauren was saying, dealing with the medical system, because I just came back in and I have to go regularly every day now and go purchase clean, fresh water. Like I'm literally out in somebody's jungle somewhere going to the river getting the water because, um, you know, they're hitting every source of water line municipally. They're hitting the pipes, everything. Cannot drink anything out of these water lines. And I'm not in my own apartment because um, the V2K is jacked into my adrenals. They use all of my genetic keys and wire it into the 5G network around everything that we do. And I'm here in New York City, so it's like hell on earth for anybody that's in a 5G market that's in any major city, especially New York City, Boston, Atlanta, the whole of Southern California, and the whole damn state of Florida. So, you know, that's just in my opinion. But um, I'm trying to hang on because they're using the grid. And, um, you know, getting around, getting stuff done, dealing with the medical system, dealing with everything. Um, These last couple of updates, especially those of us that continue to use these Apple devices, and we do them on an Apple device right now, listening and talking to you. Because, keeping a connection with y'all in the TI community, it's like you, we got to deal with the devil dealing with these communication networks. And I just had this communication network play with me with our municipal rail system. And once again, I put it to the test. Alphabet, Google, and MTA, New York City Transit here in New York, want to play around with this city time GPS, excuse me, not city time, um, uh, uh, train time. They're, they're, scheduling system for distance of when the train is coming, arriving, and buses and such. It's tied into everything that they do on the grid with the movement of traffic, buses, and um, people because they're using it up top on the street now. We've had major accidents up here on our interstates this holiday. And I mean, yo, in New Jersey, uh, this man just lost his whole family. Excuse me, this woman, because she just woke up to find out her um, her babies is gone, and it's because of people crossing over into oncoming traffic into the opposite lanes. And I say this because it's all tied into this intelligence system that's tied into our medical, that's tied into our blood, 
And I noticed that it's been directly messing with me through the voice of Skull. But my handlers is telling me, oh, yeah, we got people right there at the train station. They're getting ready to do this, do that. And then it happens. Where I actually one day had somebody come from up under the damn steps at my mother's subway stop. And, um, you know, they have kits and all type of madness that they're using, especially if you're not a driver, you're on the street, you're moving around, and you realize you just got gassed with something. You just had somebody spray you with something, and they triangulated you with other people on the street using their handhelds. And today I just watched all the gang stalkers and everybody do their thing. Well, I went to Costco using the city buses, using the train, and I'm just shaking my head listening to the V2K. And, Lauren, what you just said, yo, to get through it all, you have to have a connection with our father. Because I'm just sitting up there listening to the gospel music. And I went to a rant real quick because I know I had to go get water. And I have to get water regularly. And they're in the store. They're in Stop and Shop. They're in Costco. They're in every store right there. And when I'm getting ready to go get the water, they're letting me know we already laid the water out for you. And the camera's on you, and we're already giving you the energy. And... You know, it's an awful feeling. You're walking in the water aisle and all of a sudden your whole body heats up. Your whole body is on fire as soon as you grab the bottle of water. And you're literally shaking. And they're telling you, yeah, we just jacked in. We're using your cell phone. We're using the Apple Health. We're using Mount Sinai Hospital. That's your genetic piece. Everything running through your phone. And... The only thing that gets me through is our father up above, you know. So how I'm doing, I'm blessed because I know I got to go to primary care next week and I got to be courageous because they put this needle in me. I've been living with HIV AIDS for 22 years. And I found y'all, all of y'all, in 2012. And for me to sit on your call, Renata, and think about everything we're going through, all of us. I mean, yo, it's only the Lord that's been getting me through this long while they tell me, they're telling me, and I know because I just had last year, I had a major autoimmune relapse where they went after my eyes, went after my eyes. So they got handlers in CVS Pharmacy and in my hospital messing around with my medicine. I got V2K telling me this. And then I've had other TIs verify it. That, yeah, they'll mess with your medicine right there while they're packing it in the pharmacy. I got sick right after I went to Village Pharmacy in New York City. I got on the elevator in their building at 7th Avenue at 25th Street, went to the 12th floor, picked up my medicine. And they told me they were going to give me something in the elevator. I couldn't believe it. It gassed me in the elevator. I was sick three days later for three days. I had a whole ENT. I don't even know what to call it. I couldn't smell. I couldn't smell. I I lost my sense of smell. Everything smelled like ammonia. And they say, yeah, you're going to have flu-like symptoms, but you're not going to have the flu. It was some real GE-type stuff. And I couldn't freak out because I'm saying to myself, like, you know, I'm dealing with Mount Sinai. And while you took my teeth out, 
NYU College of Dentistry. They got all my teeth. They have been messing with me since 2000 and what? 2000 and I say 2009, 10. And then I've had handlers in my V2K tell me, yeah, we got your teeth and we playing with you. We cloning you. And we're going to do something fierce. And I was hearing this over the last few years, but recently this year, and I'm like, everybody that listens to this call, hear what I say. If you got Netflix, you on Amazon Prime, you looking at their video, you looking at some of the new stuff that they're putting out. And, I mean, this is the stuff that they put out in the last two years that I won't even watch because I need my mental health intact. But I've been looking at the promos for a lot of the new trailers. And, um, you know, they tell me they want to do something awful. And, you know, there's enough technology now that, yo, they can steal people and clone you. And I don't know why I'm going in this direction. Maybe it's because of the V2K that I've been getting. Um, maybe it's because lately we have had human traffic heavily in the news of what's been going on with our president on the border. And up here in New York, it's affecting us because we just had this lady climb up on the Statue of Liberty. She's from Congo. And, um, you know, I've come from apartment housing programs. See, when you have HIV AIDS, you know people from Congo, from Nigeria, from Africa. You see them in the clinic with you. You know their struggle and their story. And it's for something totally different than the way I've got it. But we got the same program. And there's so many of them that don't even know how to get to us, don't know what a TI is, but they go through beyond what a TI goes through. You know, so Renata, once again, you know, I'm going to thank you for having these calls. I don't even remember the questions that you said. You know, you okay. can say it to me. Let me give them to you. Yeah, let me give them to you. Hang on one second. Let me pull them up. Okay, yeah. how was your week? I think you told us that. Um, yeah. If you are, if you have been or ever will be asked a question, why you? You know how you try to explain the targeting, this is what's happening, and people say, why you? Why would somebody do this to you? Okay, so that's the question. And then mm-hmm. the last question is, do you see progress? Have you made any progress? Have you challenged yourself? Have you, um, are things a little bit easier? Have you gotten better with triggers and things like that? Do you see any progress? The challenge, the progress is staying alive, loving life. Because I'm going to tell you this. Um, I'm 42 years old, 20, I'd say about maybe 23 years ago, they got me to a point where I was doubting myself living on this earth. And I know there's been many of us that have come to the point of suicidal ideations and actions. So, yes, progress. Life is good, even when they burn in my ass. Cause you know, I have, I have um, groin burns and going after my genitals, and it's because of um, degenerational awfulness, degenerational um, targeting. I want to get more into depth with it because Lauren, you had a call about degenerational bunny rabbit stuff. One day I'll talk about it with you. Um, but yeah, definitely it's been progress. Um, and um, there was one more question you said. Okay, I said, let's see. 
Hi, Seth. How was your week? How do you answer the question, why you? Why is this happening to you? Yeah, and that's a generational. Generational because um, I could walk around and all of our hoods and all of our communities, and when you when you have the sight, they're showing you the symbolism. They're showing you satanic ritual abuse, SRA, and that has a lot to deal with it because, um, you know, just like when they up in front showing you the devil and like, yeah, we want to sacrifice you. You special. You are part of our prophecy, and that's what they keep telling me all day long. I've walked around this town since I was a little boy having old folks pointing at me, trying to give me fright, and then movies be made about this, like, oh, yeah, you've been pre-selected by your DNA and all this generational activity. And and thank God I found the right people that actually told me about what generational SRA is. So, yeah, generational satanic ritual abuse, the battling of, you know, it may not necessarily be anything you did wrong, just being born was enough to get their attention. And, yeah, that's me. Okay. Well, thank you. Did you want to say anything else? No, that's it because, um, you know, I've, I've learned a lot. And I'm, like, right now I'm in my mother's house. I'm in the community where I grew up at. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of the, um, right now I'm dealing with, like, um, flashback targeting, being reminded of what I went through years ago when I grew up out here and why I ran and keep coming back. And um, I'm going to tell D, you D, let me ask you a question. Which part uh, are you in? Are you in the Bronx? No? No, I'm in Queens and Rockaway Beach right now. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, but I'm from Crown Heights. So um, those that know Bronx and Brooklyn and the beach, yeah, but swing Crown Heights and the beach. Y'all understand, because um, the battling of the satanic ritual abuse that runs generational, and I am, I mean, you know, when you have elders in front of you doing their talk, and, and you see, you just see them animate, and all of a sudden they just start that targeting talk, that, that, um, did you know just mentioning though your personal life and yeah, it's gonna happen. We gonna get you, and 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 I just shake my head and put your earphones back on, walk around and listen to Prince, because I've been listening to Prince because I'm fighting um, I'm fighting two years off for the pain medicine, while they burn the hell out of me, and any of y'all that's had to struggle with pain medication from this targeting, yeah. It's a good day for me, really. I'm grateful to be able to walk. I used to be in a wheelchair, and they know that. They're trying to put me back in that wheelchair, and I refuse. I have people every day walking around me telling me, we're going to take your feet. We're going to take your feet. And I'm like, no, you're not. I know you want them. You're not getting them. Thank you, Jesus, for keeping me. And yo, Bernada, thank you. Thank you every day, all y'all. No problem. Thank you, D. And keep up the fight. Keep up now, that I will. have to. Strong I have will. to. Good for you. All right. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. Um, start eight, if you would like to speak. Hello? 
Hello, New, New Jersey. How you doing, everybody? I'm good, Charles. How are you? Well, I'm all right. Hi, everybody else. I um, thought about you this morning. I was going to call you um, later to see how you were doing. You doing okay? <laughs> well, um, considering the situation, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still holding up. Good. Good for you. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, as far as um, what happened this week or the past week, okay, it's been kind of dismal for the summer, for summer, but, um, you know, it's, it's um, I, I, the way I look at it is a lot better um, dealing with this now in the summer than if it was the winter. You know, because I'm still in the same situation as far as um, location and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but like I said, that's a whole lot easier to deal with in summer than it is in winter. Yeah. Um, 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 as far as, um, okay, looking, you know, around, you know, Assessing or reassessing the uh, situation as far as um, why me? Okay, well, you know, I said a few times that you know I was an activist since um, since my early uh, yeah since my early twenties, and that was that was in the late seventies. Um, um, you know, I wasn't on no, you know, no serious name recognition or, you know, where anybody would, you know, would know me or, you know, like, you know, anything like that or, you know, like, um, like on a level like um, Al Sharpton or anything like that. And no, I don't think of, I don't think of him, and let me clear the air, I don't think of him as a great um, activist. He's just somebody that they constantly prop up as, you know, but yeah, he's phony, and I know that for a fact. Okay, but that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing. But um, as I said before, you know, since um, late seventies, you know, I've been you know been in things, in and out of things, as far as activism and stuff like that. So I guess that's that's what you know. That's primarily what what does it. I mean, what you know got me in the program, okay? And you know, I'm not selling out or folding up, okay? Like so many of them have done that I've seen in the New York area that who who have sold out, sold out, and all that, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I guess so. I guess I'm, um, you know put down on the list as a potential threat. So I guess that's what it is. Uh, what was the third one? Okay, let me go back to it. It was, how was your week? Um, how do you answer the question, why you, if someone were to ask you that? And mm-hmm. uh, do you see any progress with dealing with your targeting? Have you improved on the way you look at things? Um, has things become a little bit easier? We all have something with our um targeting that we struggle with, has anything become a little easier? Has the support that you receive here and other places, has it helped you any? So do you see progress with dealing with your targeting? 
Now, somebody said earlier on the call, somebody said earlier about um, taking one step forward and four steps back or something like that. It's uh, sort of like, um, you know, sort of like what, you know, I've been through. You know, it's it's a zigzag type of thing, okay? You're moving forward, then it's a pushback, then you're moving forward, it's a pushback. Um, um, It's almost... It's almost, you know, or put it this recent times, in the recent um, weeks and months, it's like um, things are stagnant. All right, but um, I, I guess it is. I mean, I guess even um, holding the same spot that you're in, I guess that can, can be considered progress. I guess, okay, yeah, okay, because, yeah, definitely, okay, they will try to push you, okay, for you to go someplace quiet and alone and do yourself in, you know. But, uh, and yes, I've been through that, okay, but uh, I'm still holding on, you know. Um, it's, it's just something about me that just say, to hell with them. I'm, I'm not giving them that, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, you know how how's things been going, or or is there you know any progress or anything like that? And, and like I said, the recent um, weeks and months, I can't really say. But then again, um, as far as people that's in my position, people that's in my position, I'm still um, somewhat a. You know, and I'm not bragging or, you know, or ego tripping or anything like that. But I guess um, I'm still somewhat, you know, doing better than a lot of people that's on the street, you know. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to say anything else, Charles? Oh, no, not really. I mean, that's, that's it for now. I'll probably chime in later on. Okay, thank you. Right. Okay, star eight if you would like to speak. Hello. Hello. Hello, Renata. Hi. Hello. Hi. This is Angie and I'm in Ohio and um how are you? I'm good. How are you, Angie? I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. I don't know. Um, I just had a question. Um, I got. I usually get it. You know how you get these different types of attacks. You were talking one on your one of your videos. Um, I got attacked. I get really attacked. Um, on the weekends and the evenings and like Saturday nights before I go to church Sunday morning, I get attacked. <laughs> so I was up all night. I I don't know if you ever get that. Yeah, certain things you do, yes, they will attack you a little bit harder because they're probably trying to stop you from doing those things. Yeah, because you said you've tried to go out once a week and do something downtown and they try to, um, you you notice it's more. Oh, yes, yes, yes. When I was going to City Hall, I haven't been in a while, 
But, um, uh-huh. oh, my goodness, the attacks would be great on uh, Mondays, especially, <laughs> because the uh, meetings were on Tuesdays, yes. Um, and, and even now, certain things that I do, I get attacked harder. But it it doesn't stop me, and it shouldn't stop you. Yeah, I mean, so I'm really totally grateful for he- listening to your videos, for um, hearing other people's comments, how they're pressing, you know, on and the other one guy, I don't remember everybody's names, but one guy was talking about he uses his martial arts or whatever that was, and he, he gives them strength. And another yeah. lady uses her artwork and crafts, you yeah. know, and does something with this to turn it around. Because, you know, we know God, you know, the scripture, and we know God works for good to those who love him, to those who are the called according to his purpose. I don't know. I think that's been... But I know that God will turn this around for good somehow because this is a fight, you know. And one of the callers was saying she was really tired and it was hard. And um, I, I think it is, but I'm so grateful um, for you guys. And I know that I was being attacked really bad last night, and I did make it to church, and I, you know. But I know that you guys give me hope, you know, and um. I'm very grateful. I just, it's so neat to hear other people and how they deal with it. And then you, um, especially, you know, with um, standing up regardless of the what's going on around us, you know, as far as um, what they've done. A lot of times it's like they've done so much, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> but it's so um, reassuring to listen to others. Because a long time, a lot of times, I think I'm the only one out there, you know. Yeah. Um, do you think? I think you guys, as far as that question, as far as progress, I think um, I'm getting more out because for the past couple of years I've been kind of isolated. So mm-hmm. I think this you guys and um, knowing that there's help and hope out there, it's helping me venture out and take steps of faith instead of being in fear. Did you ever go through that? Uh, through feeling what? Um, like, you know, pressing forward and going through the fear or going through everything they're, they're putting at us regardless. You know, it's even harder to but, yeah, I, I pray about everything. I pray about everything, and I also have to know that these people are in these secret societies, and they're doing surveillance and all these things, but God is bigger. Like the yes, Lord was trying to get God sees all this stuff, you know, and if it's demonic or whatever, that God made that. God made all these people anyway, so even if they are evil, even if they are, you know, they have Illuminati and whatever that's going on. God made our brains and God knows our hearts. And I think God sees us and that's just, um, you know, reassuring to know that it is hard and we have this fight. We have to um, press on. And obviously we're targeted for reasons. Like It sounds like a lot of people are really creative. I mean, we have something, obviously, and I think it has to do with spirit realm because spiritual realm supersedes the physical. So, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of these people that are talking are talented. They're doing crafts. You talked about this lady doing crafts. 
I'm an artist, and, you know, I know that God blessed me with things, and I really want to do my artwork again and sell it like that lady did, because I used to. Um, so, Can I ask you a question? Right, yeah. Well, okay, remind me to come back to, to the um, to the crafts, okay? Remind me to come back to that. But I want to address something that you said. You asked me a question about fear. Had I ever gone through that? I think that's what you were saying. Had I ever yeah. gone through that and, you know, worked through that? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. I have, um, oh, I've had some very fearful days with this targeting, especially before I knew I was targeted, and I think most TIs probably have had that experience, so you're definitely not alone with that. Um, and then you made a comment that uh, I think you said, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure God is in this or something. You may not have said those exact words, but something similar to that. He is in it. He is in this. I, I truly believe it. Um, like he'll turn it around for good and, for, you know, to glorify him and his kingdom and we're going to have treasures in heaven. I know that. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you how I see it for myself. And everybody may not see it this way, so I'm talking about Renata right now, okay? This is what mm-hmm. I've come to understand with my own targeting. First of all, the Bible tells us that the good and the bad will work together for our good if we love the okay. Lord, okay? Um, and so I truly believe that, and I've seen it manifest in my life. Now, what I'm coming to realize with my own targeting, so don't nobody get mad at me because I'm talking about myself, what I'm coming to realize is that these things that I'm going through, God is using them. Like that scripture says, it's all going to work together, the good and the bad. He's using these things to work some things out in me. Now, why he chose to use this? This right here, I I don't know. I kind of have a little understanding on that, too, because my purpose is tied into this targeting because God has used me to help other people. So that's that's my purpose. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. my purpose until late in life, but this is this is my purpose. I'm speaking for me, okay? And, and in order for me to really fulfill my purpose in the best manner, I guess the Lord felt like I needed to experience it. I'm just talking for me, okay? Yeah. Um But I also see how God has really worked some things out through me going through this targeting. And that's why I say don't just trust, just, just trust the process because I had a lot of things going on even before the targeting. And I don't know, maybe I could have been targeted at a real young age and just not know it. And some of it was already targeting and I didn't know. Nevertheless, I've had some real-life issues happen, like most people have. You know, we live long enough, some bad things are going to happen. Um, the molestation, the rapes, the beatings, the this, the that, all kind of stuff, all kind of insecurities, low self-esteem, depression, you name it, I had it, okay? Mm-hmm. And I see how the Lord has really used this experience, as bad as it is, to help mm-hmm. me through some of those things because I realized in order to survive this, I have to live a life of courage. I have yeah. to, or there's no other way that I'm going to get through it if I don't show courage. And oh, uh, yeah. more importantly, I've had to lean on him 
more than I ever have in my entire life. Now, I, I was saved, you know, as a teenager, but I strayed away like a lot of people do. I went out on my own, but I came back to the Lord like never before because I didn't have anybody else. And I went through a lot of guilt with that because I'm like, well, I mean, I've been living my life not praising the Lord, you know, and now I'm turning back to him. But he cares for us. It's okay. You know, it's okay. And so I did my repentance and I did all of that. But I have a closer walk with him more than I ever have before. And I'm starting to just, he's revealing some things to me about me and other TIs, I believe, have been chosen. and. So we just learn. We learned. I'm, I'm learning to assert myself, to speak up when I need to. I'm learning that, you know, uh, uh, it, it may seem bad, but I have to walk by faith and not by sight. And I think I'm, well, I know that I'm learning most of these these things that are very beneficial to me through being targeted. You yeah, know what I like mean? It, yeah, it makes us like overcomers, you know, like we're even stronger. Like when we're weak, we're strong. Yeah. Like when Paul said, when I'm weak, I'm strong. It's like we're even stronger now. It's like it's a fight, you know. It's the battlefield in the mind, but, you know, we have the Lord. We have God. We have the angel protection. We have Jesus. We're seated with Jesus in high places. So, yeah, I mean, I think God is just so strong. And, I mean, it's helping me to take risks, you know, during the week when I, after I hear you guys, you know, and, I think it gives hope, and I think that's great, and I'm just grateful. And there is hope. They never give up hope, ever, 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 until you take your last breath. Don't give up hope. And yeah, as far as, 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 as some of us appearing strong, um, we are stronger than we were, but speaking for myself, I'm not the strongest that I want to be. I still have uh, issues with certain aspects of the targeting, but the Bible calls those strongholds, and we can overcome strongholds too. Now, most people will tell you the strength level that we are at now, we were not always there. Mm-hmm. We had to work our way. And in, in, in that same repetition I said on one of my videos, the way these people are relentless and they do these things to you over and over and over and over because they know it's eventually going to break you. If, you, you know, if you're strong enough, I'm strong enough to deal with whatever they do, um, for a whole year, but if they keep doing it and they keep doing it and they keep doing it, they know eventually, as human beings, you know, we're going to break under the pressure. So we take everything they do to us and we use it the best way we can. So I believe in using that same repetition. You just keep trying, you keep trying, you keep trying, and eventually you're going to get to the place where you need to be with this. Eventually, you're going to learn to ignore it. Eventually, it's not going to bother you or not as bad as it used to. So you just keep trying. You can, Every time you fall down, you get back up. That's all. You just keep trying and keep trying. Yeah. And, and you will yeah. be stronger. Yep, praise the Lord. Just just keep forgiving. I keep forgiving myself, forgiving them, and just keep um, moving forward. And um, if I just tell myself every day I love them, I forgive them, I bless them, I pray for them, I give this to God, and then I go into scripture and just keep going and meditating on the word. It's like, it gives you strength that you just, it's like supernatural strength, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just the best thing that, that I've tried, and I've been going through different things, and I 
you know, like I said before, I can't focus on all the time I look for different ass to see the light, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm grateful. And um, I, it's so nice to hear you guys because I went through something real crazy last night. Couldn't even sleep. I tried tea. I tried a bath. I tried everything. And you guys and your, you know, prayers and your strength and the word has helped. So. Um, I'm just grateful. Thank you so much for everybody, all your uh, comments, and thank you. I'm just, um, yeah, you guys have helped, and this is just a fight, but thank you so much. I appreciate that. No problem. Keep coming to the call. We'll all get stronger together. That's what we do. Praise the Lord. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. That's a blessing. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Iron sharpens iron. That's what the Bible says. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? This is Tiffany. I had called it about maybe three to four weeks ago. Yeah, hi, um, Tiffany. How are you? All right. I had called because, remember, I was telling my neighbor she was doing the noise uh, campaign. Yes, yes, yes. I remember well, they have moved on to a um, humiliation campaign. I had a – it wasn't this Friday they passed, but it was the Friday before. So my uncle, I had believed he was a part of the targeting. So I kind of cut him off. Mm-hmm. So um, he comes to my house making a big scene. Uh, tell me, oh, I thought something happened to you. I haven't heard from you. But guess – this is what kills me. Guess who was outside he was talking to? The, the neighbor? Yes. I said to myself, this, it, this cannot be real. Wow. And then this week I go to get my mail at my P.O. box. I have never, ever, I've had that P.O. box now over a year. I've never had any problem with any mail. They're messing with my mail. It, it's just, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, the I, post I office is definitely involved. Yes. I believe it has something to do with my uncle because I had, like, you know, when he came by, I kind of dismissed him. I mean, I talked to him for a little while, but I didn't, you know, I really don't, you know, want to be bothered with him. So I figured he may have something to do with that. Um, yeah. yeah, with the mail. Because he was saying, well, because uh, he was saying something, like when I was telling him, like, I've just, you know, been working, I just want to do my own thing. He was saying, well, do you have a third party? That could, to keep us inside. I thought that was odd. I said a third party. You know, it's like he, it's like he wants to have dibs on me, and by me cutting him off, then he's going to mention the third party. Why would he even say something like that? Yeah. And isn't talking to the neighbor, you know? Now, I did he know. know the neighbor before, and did he know the issues? No, no, because I've never even told him about that, you know, with the neighbor. And then he claimed he wasn't talking to her, but he was talking to her when I came up. He was talking to her. I don't know what they were talking about, you know, because when I came up, she decided to walk off. But I, I'm glad that one thing I can say, even though this is very annoying, I'm glad that I know what's going on, you know, yeah. because it makes a lot of these things that's going on easier for me to understand. I just know that's a part of the targeting, you know what I mean? Because before I was going crazy. But now when they do things, it's like, okay, I know it's a part of the targeting. This is what, you know, they're trying to get a reaction, everything like that. 
Because then after that, I go down to the post office, and I'm like, I've never had a problem, like, ever, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm that's just trying to say. Now, so. I, I will caution you this. I will caution you this, okay? Now, I don't know if your uncle's involved or not, but uh-huh. they will set things up to make it look like someone is involved because you have to remember one of the goals is to isolate the target from especially loved ones and family members, okay, but friends as well. Uh So sometimes they will make it look like it is someone else. You know what I mean? Or a certain person is involved, but they're really not. So I would suggest just keep a watchful eye. You know, just keep a watchful eye on the situation. Don't be so quick to remove yourself from family. However, Uh you you don't want to allow someone to target you either. So at the point where you are 100% sure, you know, then and then that's understandable. But just, just keep that in mind that, that they want to separate you from everybody. So they will make it look like someone's involved. Now, it could have been a coincidence that he was talking to her. It could have been her that came out to talk to him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and he not yeah. knowing the situation at all, but she being a perp, she knew your uncle was coming because they know, they know these things, you know. And so she could have intercepted him on the way to your apartment. And say, hey, how you doing? My name is, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But and I automatically, that was... automatically, your mind is going to think, wait a minute, my uncle is, is involved with her. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it more than likely it was her that intercepted your uncle coming to your house. Really? Maybe, see, I, I mean, it's my guess. We can see what other people think about that, but I do know that they will try to make it seem like people are involved. But you know your uncle better than we do, but I'm just putting that out there for the record. Oh, okay. So they have all kinds of tactics. See, I didn't know. I'm just thinking automatically that he was involved because, like I said, he was talking to her. And uh, the way everything, cause, and I wasn't, ex- and nothing, I wasn't really expecting him. You know, he was just there at the house, so I thought that, I don't know, I thought that was odd, and like I said, there's a lot of strange things going on, my mail, Mm -hmm. and, you know, the noise, (laughs) she she doesn't do the noise as much now, but it's just a lot of different things that they've been doing, and, um, but that's interesting to know, that sometimes they'll try to make it seem like it's someone else involved. Yeah. And they're not. Okay. I didn't. Now, now, see, I'm going to tell you something else. They will try to get in good with your family members so that they can start to turn people against you or friends. They'll they'll try to get in good with them, the perps, Mm -hmm. so that they can later try to get them on their side and use them against you. That could be a scenario, too. Right. Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to just keep my eye on it because I have a feeling that he may be involved. But um, I'll keep my eye on it just just to see. Hopefully he's not, but it's a, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, just, just watch the situation because you definitely don't. Hang on a second. You definitely don't want to uh, put yourself in in that situation, whether it's a relative or not, because I, I personally, I've, I've had to cut most of my relatives off, so I understand that. Um, 
But I just hate to see families break up because that's what they want to do. They want to break the family apart. Okay. But again, not to double talk here, but you 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 don't <laughs> want you don't want to allow anybody to target you. No, it can really cause some harm. You know. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Did you want to say anything else? How's everything been otherwise? Uh, otherwise, I'm just hanging in there and just trying to ignore things and just live my life. I've been watching a couple of YouTube videos and a lot of the people um, that I find helpful, they say that's what they do now. They say they just try to ignore most of the taxes if they can and, you know, live their life because they're going to be there anyway, you know. No need to focus on every little thing. But I, I don't want any hurt in my life. Like, I don't want, like, but you don't think that's odd for him to say about the third party, though? That's what I mean. Why would he say that? What did he say? That's why he was, because I was saying, like, you know, because he was saying, oh, I haven't heard from you in a while. Because, you know, I usually talk to him and tell him things. But, like I said, when I thought he was a part of the targeting, I kind of cut him off. And then he said something like, uh, oh, well, you don't have any third party that, you, you know, you can call that, you know, to have, like, call him and tell him about. Why would someone say, that's what I thought was odd about it. Why would I yeah. need for someone else to call you and tell you about me? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I could see how you would but, feel strange about that. Yeah, yeah. That is it's odd. odd. It's odd, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. they want to know where I'm, you know, what am I doing or what I'm, you know, what's going on here and there. And by me cutting him off, it's like he doesn't know, you know, what's going on with me the same way. So he wants someone else to do what I get. Or it's have you know, he said a third party. He literally said it like that, a third party. I said, what? You know, in my head. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That 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 would raise That's a very strange. <laughs> That's strange. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, you know. this. Is, is your um, uncle single and is the, is the neighbor single? Well, the neighbor is single. My uncle is in a relationship. Okay. Because I wouldn't be surprised if those two get started. No, my uncle is in a relationship, but the neighbor is single. Okay. Hmm. Well, keep an eye on all of that. See, if he starts, if you just check out, if you don't start having them at your house anymore, see if he starts visiting house. Okay. I don't know. Because that that would be obvious. What were they? What, what, do you know what they were talking about? Was it like a romantic? He said no. He said that he was asking the neighbor, "Did she know me?" I said, "Well, I don't talk to her." You know, I didn't really go into details about the the you know, perp situation. But I said, "Well, I don't talk to her, um, you know, or anything like that." And he was saying, "But why? Was but why would he ask her that? Why is he asking her that?" That's that's what that's what I'm saying. I didn't even know why she was out there. You know, he. What happened was he had been calling, which is true. He had been calling me, and I've been kind of like, like I just said, ignoring his calls and sending him to voicemail. So he claims he stopped by just to see if I was okay. But I'm like, okay. I mean, that's a little for me. I know he's a, like, I think he's a person. I'm like, eh. But I ignored that. But the like with the neighbor part, I thought was suspicious. And then with him mentioning the third party part, is where I also thought was suspicious. The popular wasn't as suspicious. I don't want to be extremely paranoid, but 
why would he be talking to her, you know? I think, then when that, I, I think that she popped up, that she um, saw him coming because, you know, they track stuff, and that she came outside just as he was probably walking towards your apartment and he probably happened to ask her. I think she orchestrated the meet them meeting. Well, how would she know who my uncle? Are they like how would they even know who my uncle is? Are they they must be watching every move then? They they yeah they pretty much study us before we even know we're targeted. Because I'm like, well, how would she even know that's my uncle? Because somebody told her. <laughs> Whoever oh, she's working for. And they may not even say that that's her uncle. They may have said she's having company. Somebody's going to her house. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they've been having the, because the, here they have like a maintenance worker. He's been coming by here. Uh, one time he came by here uh, saying it was a work order here, and I told him there was no work order here. So they've been trying to get in this apartment as well. And then today he came by. Now, they're not even supposed to work on the weekend. They're only supposed to work Monday through Friday. And he's talking about this, that, and that. You know, and I'm going to complain on him tomorrow because, you know, I don't know why they keep this. They, especially in June, they came by here a lot, claiming it's a work order here. So I'm starting to think that they may be coming in here when I'm not home. Well, they definitely. You know, there's a lot of stuff been going on. I'm telling you, it's a lot since I've called three weeks. But it's a lot been going on. And I thought that was odd too. I'm like, well, why are they trying to get in this house? They use maintenance people. Yeah, they yeah it's like they're targeting me in every way. It's crazy. They got the family, then they got the post office. Now they got these people making up work orders. I, if I have a work order, I'll let you know. I don't need to come here making up lies saying there's work orders here when there's not. So now I'm going to complain tomorrow because, like I said, he's done that. That same guy has done that. This this is his third time coming here. He came mm-hmm. twice in June. And then I just said you should see the way he ba- – when he comes, he bangs on the door like he's cra- – he doesn't even knock like a normal person. It's like he wants the other people around to know that he's knocking on the door. Hmm. He bangs and ba- – yes, that's what I'm telling you. It's just a lot going on, and I know it's all together because I'm yeah. targeted. And yeah. I don't know if they have a camera in here or some type of audio or they're trying to put it in here or what. But like I said, he has come here saying it was work orders, and I know for a fact I did not order any work orders here. And that is very odd to come that many times. It didn't even like he just came once. So I'm going to go playing tomorrow to the people and let them know this man keeps coming here. Then I'm going to let them know he also came here on the weekend, and they're not even supposed to work on the weekend. Or at least I've never known them to work on the weekend. Yeah. They've only worked Monday through Friday. Hmm. So I'm going to let them know. I'm not going to just, you know, a lot of these things that they do, they're not even supposed to be doing. You know, you're not, you can't just make up all oh, the work, but the person's going to say, oh, well, come on in and, and, and do work here, and then the person knows they didn't know how to work. A lot of these things, I wonder if they think the people are, like, don't have any intelligence or something. Right. Why would I just my house? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I went on speaker for some reason. Uh, Hello? Yes, I can hear you. I don't know why the phone went on speaker. That's that's odd. I was talking to you, you know, just me and you, and now I'm sitting on speaker. I don't know. Huh. <laughs> yeah, so yes. there's a lot going on. And How long have you been yes. targeted again? Remind me. This that I've known or that I suspect? Because that, you've I, known, I think, that you've known. I, I've only known a few months. 
but this has been going on longer than I, I think. Yeah. Okay. So they've been they're bombarding you. However you say that word, bombarding you with you know with all this uh, targeting stuff. But yeah. yeah, I mean, follow follow your gut. You know, as long as you know you're not paranoid, always go with mm-hmm. that instinct. If something is telling you that 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 a certain person is involved, go with that because it's better safe than sorry. Um, I just I just know how they do how they try to separate the target from everyone, and that's why mm-hmm. I, I suggest just kind of watching the situation for a while. But if you are sure and you don't feel comfortable, then you have to take care of yourself. Right. You know, if something is making you feel like something's not right here with my uncle and he's switched up all of a sudden, then, hey, you do what you have to do because I know I did. I had to separate myself. Right. Now, are you still in good with your other family members? Um, I, For the most part, I would say so. It's, it's okay. him and another family. It's actually him and someone else. As well, the only reason why I had mentioned him is because, like I said, he um popped you know popped up here. But there's another family member that I also think um may be involved as well. Okay. Okay. Well, you have to go with that because they will usually find one uh, family member to infect the rest of them. That's what happened in my family, and it's usually the most likable one that they will get to or the more popular person in the family. Now, I don't know if that's your Mm -hmm. uncle's role in the family or what, but um, for me, it was one that all the family members liked the most. And so when I tried to explain to them what he had did to me, they didn't believe it because not him. He, everybody likes him. You know what I mean? Right. Well, he is pretty good with most of the family. I, I would say that. I don't know if that would be why, but um, he is, you know, good with most of the family. I don't know. (sighs) It's just a lot going on with them, though. It's a lot. Uh, I'm just trying to just stay strong and, you know, just try to live my life as much as I can. Mm -hmm. All I can do. That's all you can do, and just keep getting stronger by the day and, um, you know, go on with your life. Right. Did you want to say anything else? No, that that was all for now. I just okay. wanted to, get, to keep you posted on what's been going on. Yeah, thank you. I haven't called in a while. Right. Okay, I'll let someone else talk. Okay, actually, we're going to end the call, but um, uh, on my final thought, I wanted to say don't forget to let your manager know about that uh, that perp uh, maintenance person. Oh, yeah, he's definitely a perp because he's knocking here. I know he's definitely in on it. There's there's no work order here, so why would you, you know, it doesn't even make sense. That doesn't make sense at all. So I know he's he's another one that's sitting on it, I guess, because he's knocking, saying there's no work order, is it? You know, so I'm going to let them know about that tomorrow. This Monday morning, I'll let them know about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully you can call in next week. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye.
Okay, everyone. Um, thank you so much for coming to today's call. And you guys uh, continue to stay strong and do what you need to do to take care of yourself. And I will talk to you guys next Sunday. Have a blessed week, everyone. Oh, um, OSI moderator wanted me to let you guys know that um, they're about to start a call. And the call I is the same talk show number, the 724 number. And then the call ID is 125472. And I believe that that call is going to start uh, momentarily. Okay? So go over there and get some more support, you guys. Okay, thanks, you guys. Have a blessed week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.